At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. And day 351, since Joey, your president, promised he wouldn't abandon Americans and people with green cards and our Afghan allies and billions in military equipment. Uh, we do have a development on this. It was in the Washington Times as it relates to the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan. The Biden administration announcing plans today. 351 days since Joey said he wouldn't abandon them. But anyway, announced plans to streamline the application process for our Afghan allies that they abandoned that assisted the U.S. war effort and are seeking a special visa to live in the U.S., cutting Homeland Security out of the adjudication process. By the way, how much you want to bet that the Taliban is going to sneak some of, some of these people into this country? You watch. Mark my words. Uh, and apparently now Afghans now only need to file their form with the State Department rather than fill out a second form for Homeland Security and wait for the department's approval. Uh, the only problem, guys, is you're, you're a year late now. And unfortunately, a lot of these people are dead because you also left their names on a hard drive. And so the Taliban knew exactly who assisted us over the, the many years that we were there in that quagmire. Unbelievable. Just like women now can't work and girls can't go to school. The old Taliban is a new Taliban. Uh, one of my favorite stories of the day. You're going to love this. Now, we have for months now, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has been doing everything imaginable short of just taking the law into his own hands, which he's now doing. And I give him a lot of credit for it because he tried every legal Thing of, every, used every legal tool available to him to stop the fact that Joe was aiding and abetting law-breaking, not enforcing our, our federal immigration laws, you know, building his own walls in some areas and, and doing everything possible. So finally, the governor get, got fed up and decided he's going to bust these illegal immigrants to Washington, D.C. And now, apparently... Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, that's the same one that rejected the guard that Donald Trump offered two days prior to January 6th that nobody in the January 6th committee will ever talk about. But anyway, Muriel Bowser goes on Face the Nation fearing that the illegal immigrants are being tricked onto the buses and sent to her city. Oh, you mean as long as it's not my backyard, it's okay. Anyway, there was a Washington Post report suggesting homeless shelters are now being filled with the illegal immigrants bust from Texas and Arizona. And Bowser admits it's a significant issue. And now she's calling on the federal government to get more involved as she fears illegal immigrants are being tricked into traveling to her city. Oh, so it's OK. As long as Texas has to deal with the problem and not me, not me. I got now. I, I, you know what? You pay enough attention, you begin to realize how Washington really works. We have a, a new Kamala Harris word salad. I'll get the tape of this later. It's because of what you did then. So I'm here to ask you to do what you know how to do, because when you do what you do on all of these issues, the American people win. 
You can't make this up. Oh, man. I, and I don't know who's worse. I'm going to play later in the program. Wait, oh, man. There's a new montage uh, the GOP put out about Biden. I mean, it, 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 it's so, it makes you cringe. It is so bad. It's just unbelievable. Um, a Minneapolis man single-handedly exposing the pro-criminal bias of the group BLM, the group BLM, and excoriating some of the protesters on her sidewalk for protesting the police who shot and killed a crazed thug who shot up her apartment last Wednesday, nearly killing her kids. This woman runs out of her house. She calls police uh, because the neighbor is firing his gun into her home as she's cooking dinner for her kids, leaving bullet holes in her front door, in her walls, and above her bathroom sink. In other words, this guy could have taken out the whole family. Two Minneapolis police snipers have to shoot this guy dead because he's shooting into an innocent home where there's children. And anyway, so after a long standoff, a pistol with an extended magazine and several bullet casings found in this in his apartment. And so anyway, there's protesters outside against the cops. What about this lady? What about her kids? What about they're the victims here? So she comes. She said, this is not a George Floyd situation. George Floyd was unarmed. This is not okay." launching at the protesters, gathering for a march and a rally for the man that was trying to kill her in front of her kids. Ignoring the mom's pleas for peace on her street, then the protesters claimed injustice was done, leaving candles and flowers uh, in front of the shooter's house. How screwed up is our system of justice that it's gotten that bad? I mean, this, this, is, this is insanity. On so many different levels. And it's happening everywhere. One of the saddest things that I have seen, though, in a long time is this new video released about the Uvalde Police Department. And if you listen to this program regularly, you know I defend law enforcement. Law enforcement, um, I have so much respect for. They put their ass on the line every day to protect and serve their communities. It is tougher than it's ever been because of defund, dismantle, no bail laws. Uh, they're often the target themselves when they're out just trying to do their job. And now we have a case where nearly what we had. Now we're finding out the full story of Uvalde. The thing is, is I know so many people in law enforcement. M- most of the people in law enforcement that I know always wanted to be in law enforcement. It's like a calling in life. It's a passion that they've had. They're great at what they do. They, they look for moments to be heroes. They know that they're going to put their life on the line any day they go to work. They don't know if they're coming home. Anyway, so we've got the video. You had nearly 400 law enforcement officers responding to that school massacre. But their overall lackadaisical approach, I, I, I cannot excuse this. I don't know what they were thinking. You know, in other words, the gunman wasn't confronted for more than an hour and that's when 19 fourth graders and two teachers were slaughtered. And, you know, to watch this video, it is painful to me. Everybody, every friend of mine that's in law enforcement, I have a lot of friends in law enforcement, they're, they're like, this is not us. This is not, we, we prepare for the opposite. We throw ourselves in a situation. If you have an active shooter, you don't sit around an hour. 
And it, I, at first I was like, nah, that doesn't make sense to me. There's no way these cops, you know, sat around and did nothing. But that, that apparently that's what happened. And it's so sad. And, you know, I don't know how this is going to end. What I, I, I don't know how it ever became came to the situation. And apparently they had trained for situations like this. So it is uh, sad. There's a crime that has made a lot of news. A Queens bus driver beaten in a in a apparently racial event uh a crime earlier this month told the uh new york post on sunday that one of the attackers accused her of being a fan of former president donald trump before all three of the assailants jumped her anyway the woman's a grandmother she's 57 years old left bleeding after she was blitzed by uh three african-american women she said before they hit me the girl with the green Hare said, oh, you probably like Trump, don't you? And she replied, I love him. That's when apparently the attackers bashed her in the head. I didn't see which one hit me first. And anyway, it's viewed as a, now a, a hate crime. Let's see, let's see what happens in New York where they let people out with no bail. I think you can pretty much predict which way that's headed. Uh, a lot of news on the political front, a lot of fallout from the uh, president's trip to Saudi Arabia where... Oil prices have gone up significantly because it looks like Saudi Arabia, looks like French President Macron was correct in saying OPEC and Saudi Arabia are pretty much maxed out in terms of their production capability. There's, there's, there's got to be, at some point in this country, somebody's got to explain on the left why it's okay to deal with Russia, Iran, Venezuela, Saudi Arabia, OPEC countries and import energy from there and not produce it domestically when we have hundreds of years worth of supplies of natural gas, oil, and coal. Somebody's got to explain that to me. If your argument is it's about the earth, it's about climate change, it's about um, CO2, whatever your argument is, tell me why it's different if you if you drill for a barrel of oil or you get whatever metric of gas that you're pulling out or coal, and what difference does it make? I'll use Hillary's words. You know, at this point, what difference does it make if you get if, if they get the oil out of those countries or we do it domestically? Because if we do it domestically, it's great for our national security. We're not relying on hostile regimes and enemy countries. For the lifeblood of our economy. How is it okay to do it there but not here? Why does Putin get the pipeline waiver and we kill the Keystone XL pipeline? Why do we kill off all the leases here and stop drilling in Anwar and exploration in Anwar and then go to Russia, Iran, Venezuela, Saudi Arabia? Because none of it makes sense. You know, it's getting so bad. Bernie Sanders went over the weekend blasting Joe Biden with his poll numbers now heading over a cliff in pretty much every poll out there. Anyway, so Bernie joining the chorus of criticism against Biden. Now, first of all, my thought is, why is Bernie complaining? Because the entire Bernie Biden manifesto has been implemented and his socialist utopia is failing. So you're going to blame him, but you'll put you'll replace him with somebody who's going to adopt the exact same stupid policies because we all know Joe's not in charge anyway. Anyway, so he's on one of the Sunday shows this weekend and Sanders, 
you know, was asked whether Biden should have made the trip to Saudi Arabia. No, I don't think so. You have the leader of the that country who was involved in the murder of a Washington Post journalist. I don't think that type of government should be rewarded with a visit by the president of the United States. And Joe admitted that, guess what? He's He asked for oil. And because he didn't get the answer he wanted, like he hadn't, uh, OPEC had rejected him so many other times, maybe he thought by going over there, what, he can charm them? They probably looked at him and said, wow, this guy is out to lunch. God only knows how bad it went on behind the scenes. Now, the First Lady Jill Biden is voicing frustration about the stalled progress of, of the president and basically saying, oh, Republicans, they stick together for good or evil. No, we, what, is, what is she talking about? The ones that stick together are the Democrats. The president had so many hopes and plans for things he wanted to do, but every time he turned around and everything, he had to address problems at the moment. He had so many bad things thrown his way. Who would have ever thought about what happened with the Supreme Court and Roe v. Wade? You know, maybe maybe we saw it coming, but we didn't believe it. The gun violence in this country, we didn't see the war in Ukraine com- coming. Okay, that's the job of being president. You got to expect the unexpected. I bet they don't like it in the White House that the Washington Post is offering a list of candidates to replace Biden. We'll get to that on the other side as well. We also have economic news I don't have good news for you, but I do have good news on ways you can save money. American financing is one. They'll give you a free financial overview, debt consolidation, mortgage review before all the rate hikes come. We have another eight that they expect in the next year alone. Uh, One way you can save a lot of money is with Pure Talk. Many of you still are clinging to these big carriers, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile. I don't know why, because... Pure Talk gives you the exact same cell towers and 5G network, exact same. You keep the exact number of bars on your phone. You keep your phone. You keep your phone number. In less than 10 minutes, you can be switched over. And the average family saves close to 1000 bucks a year. Many people save even more. They got more plans, more options, more savings than all of these carriers. Why would you pay that much more for the exact same service? It doesn't make sense. That's why there's been a stampede of hundreds of thousands of us that have made the switch to Pure Talk. Just dial pound 250 on your cell phone. Say the keyword save now. If you do it now, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Uh, They have a no-risk money-back guarantee. Take out your cell phone. Save money. Pound 250. Keyword save now. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month for the exact same coverage.